The ghosts of the past mingle with the voices of the future. This lovely house is not my home. Shadows glimmer in the distance. Something is calling. Something is waiting. But what does it all mean? It's a strange sort of place I found myself in. Nothing makes sense. And yet, something tells me I'm the only one who can make sense of any of it. and towers set, build a citadel of your regret, bury your pains deep inside, the broken heart you try to hide, within your walls long for the sun, for warmth, for freedom, for space to run, as you find yourself long for the chase, you'll reach again for a warm embrace. You play a game of hide-and-seek, running from truths that make you weak. You make your vows of where you stand, and soon make liars of honest men. The truest thing I've ever known, the heart's a muscle all its own. Even when you won't move on, the heart continues beating strong. With all the sorrows, grief, and pain, we continue on to hope in vain. Love is something worth fighting for, even when it leaves you nothing more. The weary heart will do its best, but love still don't quite know how to rest. There once was a girl who stood on the plains of the sleeping world. It was a barren land then, vast and confusing, an ocean of sand filled with potential and uncertainty. There once was a girl with eyes like stars and a voice like a cool breeze on a gentle night. The world was a blank page ready for her to build what she wanted to build, ready to be bent to her imagination. Nothing became structure. Structure became vision. Vision became plans. Plans became world. And world and story formed together to build her creations. With her hands, the barren realm of dreams took shape. Most of it didn't last long. Some pieces collapsed under their own weight. Others shattered at the slightest touch. And then there were many that just simply faded away, never truly reaching the full vision of all it could be. Creation is a tricky art. It's easy to build, but it's much harder to sustain. Her hands were young and full of fiery passion. 
and made for bright and exciting work. Her hands were young and inexperienced. It led to things that burned fast and couldn't sustain themselves throughout time. The world burned bright and it burned fast, like a firecracker in the sky. She could hardly keep any of it together. Creation is a tricky art, after all. But it's even harder without the ability to keep it sustained. The girl needed help. The girl needed hands with experience to help her bring order back to the fastness of her creation. And so she reached out. In return, a hand reached back. And this is the story of Celine and Dante, Dream and the King of Shadows. At least that's how the story goes. You can probably guess the rest if you've been paying attention. They meet, they build a big city, fall in love, and then it all falls apart. After that, the world blows up apparently because some sad producer man wasn't able to get married to his boyfriend without dancing around a lot of eggshells and dotted lines. Something like that. I don't know. I'm just trying to make sense of things and find a way to fix this mess we have on our hands. Currently, I find myself in a house that looks very similar to the old mayor's house on Raven's Road. I'd go outside to confirm this, but every time I open the front door, I find myself back in a twisting pink hallway that kind of smells like TV static. Not like aggressively, but enough to make my teeth hurt a little. So, yeah. I'm just sort of camping out here, trying to see if I can find anything. So far, no strange poems popping up, just one that led me to this place. Nothing else. But there are books. Seriously, there's a lot of interesting books here. Not a lot of them are directly helpful with breaking out of this mental maze Marie enmeshed me within. But that's alright. I'm learning, I'm getting context, and I'm understanding, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a look into the outside world. Uh, sorry about that, just another vision. It's fleeting, but I can see Blaine and everything happening outside, I think? Huh. I think this is all a part of the eyes that can see thing that Marie was originally telling me about. Maybe? I don't know. I'm seeing things, and earlier, in a different room that I was in, I was able to interact 
sort of, but not like a lot, just like ghostly, kind of. Oh well, it's something. Blaine seemed to understand, and now they're back in the city, heading for the radio station. Why? Why are they doing that? I don't know, but it probably doesn't matter. Knowing Blaine, they're just digging into more secrets and mystery nonsense. Maybe they're going to go find something to show to Jack? Maybe get him to calm down a little bit, but don't think that's going to help a lot? I don't know. They're probably just trying to get more mystery nonsense. <sighs> Looks like it's up to me to do something about the shadow situation. I'm the one that has to save the day. There's probably something in here to help me, right? I mean, this is a lot of Celine stuff, so maybe I could, like, find something? I mean, I know she was in charge of the city for a while, and I know she had a lot of influence in it, so that has to lead to something, right? Oh, well. Worse comes to worse, I'll just try another door in that weird pink hallway, you know. Static TV spells or not, it's been pretty helpful over the last few months. I feel like I'm starting to get the hang of this place. It's starting to get easier. At least, easier than it was in the beginning. When Marie first took over, it was really hard. I found myself trapped in a never-ending maze of bad memories and past fiancés. She really pushed a lot in there to torture me while slowly taking over my daily life and pretending to be me at the studio. I was struggling. Everything that could possibly make me feel broken or guilty or just terrible got shoved in my face. I had memories of Blaine just ignoring me or digging too deep or just being a menace. My family being pushy and terrible, and Lucian. That was the worst one of all, I think. But that's just how she works, right? She gets inside your head, makes you remember everything that pushes you into a dark place. And then she uses all of that to keep you trapped. It's like her power is to control fear and shame. Like, I noticed that in all the memories and things she showed. It was just everything that I felt guilty about. Everything that made me feel tied down, that made me feel small and hopeless, that just filled me with regret. She puts it on you, and that way she stays in control. That's probably how she kept Celine trapped here as long as she did. The woman has done a lot of things in a lot of desperate ways. And that's also probably why Marie went after Blaine first. She's like a guilt vampire, you know, where she'll just put it in front of you and then feed off your shame and guilt and pain. 
Her whole deal is shoving demons into your face. And it's awful. I mean, for me, I spent a couple weeks finding myself forced to relive the wedding I originally ran away from. It was awful. I kept seeing Lucian's face. Kept feeling the same dread over marrying him, of stifling myself and pretending to be something. I had that same ripping guilt, but it got too much and I ran away. It didn't feel great to do that to him over and over. And yet, I don't know. After a while, I just sort of stopped. I just looked at what was going on, and I realized that I did the best I could with the situation I had. And, you know, it wasn't great, but going through with everything would have been worse. And after that, after I remembered a future I wanted in the city, just sort of stopped. And then I found a door and pink hallway. And now we're here. I don't know if Marie got bored with me or if I had a breakthrough or what was going on. I mean, last time I got out of Marie's doors and I found the way through, I was saving Blaine from that rooftop. They were trapped and feeling all the guilt from a very hard night. And now, I don't know. Maybe that's the trick to it all. Maybe she just keeps us tied down because we keep ourselves tied down, you know? Maybe the real prison is shame. I don't know. Anyways, I ended up here. And maybe I can find something. Maybe I can find someone. I mean, if I ended up here, maybe a few of Marie's other victims are rattling around somewhere in this space, too. And if so, maybe I can find Celine. I mean, she has the best chance of fixing the city. So it's at least worth a try. Right? <laughs> Oh my god. Hello? Is somebody there? Hello? Huh. I guess we're getting back to weird, ominous things happening again. That's a good thing, I think. It's a sign I am on the right track? Probably. Well, there's a light leading up to the bedroom, so... I check it out? I mean... Marie hasn't been interacting since I broke out and got to the pink hallway, so maybe I'm fine? I don't know. Oh! Another poem! And it's conveniently fallen out of a book into my lap because that's just how my life works. Marie, are you doing this? 
Is this, like, another trap? Or are you cooperating? Or... No answer. If I'm being honest, like, it doesn't matter if she's interacting or not. I don't have anything else to do. Might as well read it and then go check the room. Dream girl, dream girl, and the stars up above. Dream girl, dream girl, how do you love? With your hands filled with secrets, how does it feel? With your head in the clouds, how do you know what is real? What do you do when it's out of control? What do you see when you've let it all go? Is it really so bad to let the land run free? Is it really so scary to just let things be? Dream girl, dream girl, with your head full of woes. Dream girl, dream girl, your desperation truly shows. You held on too tight and strangled the reins. You held on too tight and it was all in vain. It's all gone now, the man that you loved. It's all gone now. The city from your blood. The lights are all dashed. Dreams didn't come true. Lights are all dashed. Now what are you going to do? Hmm. Well, that's emotionally charged. Am I supposed to hold on to this? Do I bring it in for Celine to read when I find her? Well, into the unknown, I guess. Hello? Is there somebody here? Marie? Wait, no, that wouldn't make sense. Like, <laughs> she hasn't popped in in the last few months. And there's crying, and Marie doesn't cry. So, huh. Celine? Is that you? Former Mayor Celine Judas? Are you here? you can, child. This prison is of my own creation. I've caused enough suffering. For one day. For one lifetime. For one eternity. I, I built, built that, that city, city that, that land, land to be a home, a sanctuary for all the world's castouts. For the rejects and the downtrodden to come, give stories and wonders support people, to show them something worth living for, to give them the highest of joys. I ripped myself apart over and over in the pursuit of something perfect. And now look at the mess of it all. All I ever wanted to do was make people happy. But instead they die. Instead monsters are released. And worst of all, my dear, sweet Dante, I ruined everything. I hurt him. 
future. Everything I've done, all I've ever wanted was to see him again. And yet... This is the hell of my own making. This is the punishment upon my shoulders. Believe me, child. I am a monster. And suffering is all I deserve. Wow. All just to see some guy? He wasn't just some guy. He was everything. And you just wanted to see him? Yes. You really screwed up. Because... He left. Well, yes, I know he left, but still, it... It wasn't his... It was my fault, right? Me. I'm the one that caused problems, and he would have stayed if I had just... Just what? Forced him? Sweet-talked him? Gotten him to do what you wanted him to do? Honestly, I just spent the last several months reading through your personal dirty laundry. And from what I understand, he's the one that chose to leave. And you just need to sit with that. You know nothing of what you speak. Oh no, I think I know this pretty well, actually. Again, I've been reading this because there's been literally not much else for me to do for the last few months. You loved him, but did you actually love him as a person? What do you mean? Well, think about it. From all the notes and books and obnoxious poems and recordings that I've been taking in, it looks like you loved him, but more like the idea of who he could be less than who he was. You weren't trying to appreciate and value him as he was, you were just trying to control him. Shape him into what you thought he should be. <laughs> I was doing my best to save the people! You don't understand! He was the Lord of Shadows, Master of Evil, he had things in his past he needed to change. I needed to help him. He was a mess. If I did let that get out of hand, the people would have feared him. You mean like how he feared you? Look, I'm not him, and I wasn't there, but I know what it feels like when the people you love decide they know what you should be more than you do. I know what it feels like when they push a little too hard to make you into that. It hurts. It hurts a lot. And then you try to fight back. And then there's a lot of shouting and fighting and frustration. Until eventually, I, or him, he, does the only thing that could help both of you. You know, sometimes the situation is just so toxic, the only thing you can do is throw your hands up and walk away. 
No, you don't understand. He's lost to darkness. I accidentally banished him. Did you? Because from the sounds of it, it sounds like he left. You know? He decided to go make his own path. Be his own person. And it's easy to see why when you read through all the sad poetry you got back there. You weren't healthy together. Not anymore. So much of everything that he was was drained away because you had a vision of what you wanted it to be. And it didn't matter what he said or did. So, you let go. You moved on. Don't you think it's time you do the same? You stifled my stories, you silenced my screams. Drunk on the fear, all I could be. So I lay it out now, for all us to see. I want to feel the fire that you kept for me. I was a fool. We're right. He's moved on with his own life. And I should move on with mine. Although... I don't know if that's completely possible now. Or what that would even look like. Well, the first step is to move forward. And to acknowledge that you want to change. And then the second step would be for us to get back to the city so you can use your powers to fix things. Because, again, there's kind of a huge shadow problem going on. Like, not, not your shadow guy. Different shadow guy from what I can tell. And it's kind of causing a big mess for everyone. <laughs> yes, that would be the good thing to do. If we were able to escape this place, it's a prison of the mind, palace of guilt. I am honestly impressed that you managed to move as freely as you do. Yeah, well, I kind of figured it out. Marie uses shame and guilt to keep you trapped in a past that you can't change. But that doesn't mean she can keep you from the future. All you have to do is accept the past and move on to something else. Really? That's simple. Well, maybe there's hope for me. Yeah, I think so. Mostly because, again, there's a big shadow problem in the city. And I would be really appreciative if you could solve it. All right, then. What's done is done. I am not the young thing that fell in love. I am not the monster that destroyed those relationships or tore up those lives. I am simply what comes after. There's a door, along with a card. 
And a rose. Is that good? I don't know. Let me read the card. Um, the city sends its regards to its unstable murder mother and the nice Filipino girl that is helping her get her act together. Huh. Well, I guess that answers that. You know what? I'm not gonna question that. You're like the magical god of the city, so why not? Let's go. Yes. There has been quite the mess made in my absence. It's time I go home and sort things out. Dream Girl City is a production by N.J. Scholes. It was written, produced, and acted by N.J. Scholes. The poems featured for today were How to Rest and Dream Girl's Taunt. Have a theory? Have a question? Just want to join in on the community chat? Email us at dreamgirlcityradio at gmail.com or check out all our social medias. We're building up the fan dot into something big and exciting. Want something to read? I wrote a book. It's called The Secrets We Hide in the Shadows. Get it on Amazon. Thank you so much for all the support and all the love. For like, sharing, reviewing, doing all that good stuff so we can grow. Honestly, you guys are what make this podcast worth doing. Thank you for listening. And until next time, just remember, look to the sky for a rising dawn. Know the shadows soon will be gone.